We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're here. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Corner Podcast. Kel Dansby here with the old man, Andreas Hale, coming to you from Blue Wire Studios here in the Wind Resort. You want to know why you can't talk? This motherfucker came in here I dressed here up too much. Yeah. That's what it is. Came in here with jewelry, a blazer, some fresh Air Max. He's the, the Air Max is, he, yeah. You've done the most, and that's I've, why you can't talk, because you're not you. Yes, I'm currently opening the show in normal clothing, because I had to take it off. Because I can't even show the audience like the whole getup. This was absurd. I came in here in my sweats and my t-shirt and my Malcolm X hat. <laughs> this fool comes in with a blazer, my, press kicks. My wife was like, why are you wearing all this? I said, just so I could show Dre. She was like, okay, like, is it for the show? No, I'm taking it all off. When it's showtime, I'm, I'm only wearing my watch, my Father's Day watch. That is all I have left on. Everything else completely normal. I came in here. Just blazer on, drift. I'm not even putting my sneakers on the table because I don't want to, you know, embarrass them compared to the DCs that I put on the table for a year. I'm going to frame the DC. I have one left. I got to spray paint it and put it in the blue wire cabinet. Don't spray paint it. And leave, sign it. Leave it grungy. But yeah, that's why you, you <laughs> fucked up on the intro of the show because you were like, I don't, I don't know who I am anymore. That's it. I'm all blinged out. Yeah, usually I'm more comfy, right? Like I'm in here, I got sweats on because we only, I, I got flip flops. I don't even wear my sneakers half the time. But yeah, bought Air Max. Who am I? Why do I own more than one pair of sneakers? You're cha- you're, you know what that's called? Growth. <laughs> that's what that shit is called. Taking vacations? Yeah. Yes. You're a different man. I missed the, pet- the manicure and pedicure appointment. My wife and my grandmother went yesterday. See? Yeah. I had to work all day. Now, here's what might, you need to do. I might do that while I'm on vacation. You need to make a mega mix of all our shows over the years when you were shitting on brunch, <laughs> manicures, massages. Yes. I still uh, haven't had a massage. Which is crazy. I need that. Uh, vacations. Like, we should go through all, from your baby squeaky voice to now, and just listen to you and see how much you've changed and matured. This man has grown up, y'all. He's almost there. A little bit. There's still stuff well, like, a lot of bit. I, can't, uh, I can't set my clock on my watch. I'm really not good at analog time. So none of my watches have the correct time. So there's still little stuff that keep me grounded. Well, at least you're starting to look the part. A little That's, bit. Yeah, you know. A, a lot of bit. Again. For those who follow this podcast. I don't for, got the button up on. Still had to just rock a shirt. Yeah, that's fine. Eight years of this. Eight? 
Is that eight? We're at eight and a half. Oh my god! Eight, almost a decade of this stupid ass show. <laughs> yeah, almost oh, a decade. That doesn't make any fucking sense. You had a sense. lot less gray in your beard when we started. I did. It was and funny. I had an entirely different voice. Yeah, you were you were a different human being. Yeah, your takes were very bad. No, those takes are still fire. No, they're they were very bad. I peaked way too early, like Orson Welles. Oh my god! Like, um, <laughs> the first show had my best hot takes that lived on eight years, and they never ended after that. No, uh, but now look at you. I would say I'm proud, but we're not done yet. No, <laughs> you're just gonna hit me with the Kobe. Yeah, <laughs> job's not finished. Job's not finished. <laughs> just... Job finished? <laughs> nope. Job's not finished. No, listen, man. I'm trying. You know, trying to you know grow up a little bit. We have big fight weeks coming up. Yeah, it's a um, lot. And I'd even try to buy like my blazer sports coat thing. Like my grandmother was like, "It was Father's Day. You gotta like. I'm taking you to get this as a Father's Day present." And she bought me two of them. Yep. She was like, no, start like dressing better. And I can't tell my grandma no for anything. Like no. my grandma. So I was like, all right, cool. Am I going to tell her not to buy me a jacket? So she bought me two. They look pretty good. Got to get the sleeves tailored a little bit. And then the wife bought me the three watches for Father's Day, cologne. So it's really them like really trying to like take over little by little and hint like, all right, let's let's steer you this way. Yeah, there you go. So That's all right. doing managerial shifts at ESPN, shit, shit's changed. You are an adult. A little bit. A little bit at a time. Hey, 35, look. again, the other stuff kept me youthful. So like now at 35, I'm okay, hot taste didn't keep bit. you youthful. It Not is. owning a coat didn't keep you youthful. Those Not DCs kept you youthful in the wrong <laughs> kinds of ways. You had they to They were mad up. comfy. I don't These aren't bad, though. I know they're not bad. I haven't worn I these like, Air Max since I was like eight years old, but these are dope. I own like nine, eight, seven, nine different pair of those. Put them on the table. Got to put the Air Max on the table. Hold on. Look, he needs flexibility. Look at that. Oh, wrong shoe. Hold on. Look at that. Look at that. Those are nice. You nice look nice. Look. You clean up well. <laughs> it only took you fucking eight and a half every, years to do every it. Every now and then, man. Every now and then. And literally, again, I just did it just. For the beginning, not even on the show. <laughs> just just show so me. when you walk in, you would see. Uh, shout out to producer Cole Baby. I was like, yo, if Dre has a heart attack, you got to join me on the show. Yeah. Because he might not make, he might not believe it. Yeah. Eight no. and a half years is not bad. That no, it is bad. For someone to grow eight and a half years is, no, no, no. is a blink. It's, it's bad. From your 20s to your 30s, it's, it's taking you a long time. Plan my you, second vacation already. You're here now. That's, yeah, it is. I was looking to get a massage on vacation. Do when that. I went to this resort, no, it was like two hundo a person. Yeah, you can find them a little cheaper for like an hour. A little cheap? I'm good. I'll just stretch. I'll do a couple jumping no, jacks. No. Like I'm, I'm fine. No, no. But I need a two hundred dollar massage. So it was four hundo for me and the wife. Yeah, do the hot stone aromatherapy. I think they were gonna do. I don't I mean. You got. I light a candle. Listen, just trust me. Just trust me. <laughs> Have I I'm steered like, you wrong yet? No, but I feel like we live in Vegas. I leave two rocks outside. I light a candle. No, 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 no. Nah, man, you got to twelve get, bucks. You got to get the right person with strong hands, and then you find out that they get them knots out of your neck. Trust me, those who have had they a have massage, knots. you know what I'm talking about. There are knots that you are not aware of that are in your neck. Really? Yes, they're tension knots. They'll get them shit. Again, right out. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna downplay it because I've done that way too much in the past. Yeah, and we have to it. pull this and put this on the reel. I just haven't done it yet. Two hundo. I, I looked at the person. I was like, "Yo, I give my wife a massage for two hundo." You ain't. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't know what I don't know what we're getting here. There's a difference between Picasso painting you a picture and you. 
<laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> you got, like you giving a massage that ain't like it ain't doing you're not a massage therapist. Get it done right. Make, has Alanis had one? No. Oh my God. For for this, like I was like, yo, fuck it. I'll take like a, a DeVry online class for two hundo no, 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 and no. learn how to give a massage. Oh, no, do it. Get it done right. Uh, you can't find it cheaper than two hundred. But like you want the experience. You want I the can't spot. go to Spring Mountain because I feel like Well, yeah, you gotta be Mountain. careful. Yeah. You you gotta be careful. Other other fellas that I know, they're not good. They, <laughs> they enjoy the happy endings. Oh yeah, but, but go to try to get a real massage. No, go to a casino spa. Like the one here is nice. I had a massage here. The spa is nice, and you get your robe. And I don't get in these jacuzzis. Very weird for me because old people that go to spas don't care. See, I know the executive that runs pool and spa here at the Win. So you should do it. But yeah, long term friend. Old people at the spa don't care, so it's always like balls out, and they don't care, and they'll just that's, talk to you. That's everywhere. Gym, yeah, I'm not. Spa. A, I'm just. I don't know. It's like when they if they try to get in the jacuzzi with the balls, I'm like, mm, nah, get your old gray hairs out of here. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I go to the steam room. Uh, drink some. So tea. it's like a whole day, like yeah. like hours. Like yeah, you, you could post up steam and ESPN chilling. will be on, and the, for the most part, I don't really talk to people. So I'm sitting there, and I, you have your little snacks, and you have your cucumber water, and they get some tea or some coffee and some little snacks, and then you get your massage, and then you you chill out because you're so relaxed. You just hang out in the spa. Trust me. Interesting. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been that relaxed. Well, you need to be. Maybe it'll take the takes down a little bit more. <laughs> a little bit? That's No, no, no. I can't. That I, I'll lose my essence. That's why, like, I can't dress up every... Like, I can't go full Sean Porter. Like, mm. I can't just be dressed up on every show. Oh, I'll lose my, my essence. So, okay. no, no. These, it's a boxing day. Yeah. You know, that's it's prime hot take day. Yeah. Well. So, yeah, I've already lost my mojo a little bit. I got to get it back. Let's see, what, let's see where you go today. All right. Well, Canelo yep. signed his deal before we got in here with PBC. Eddie Hearn is, uh, he did Ariel's podcast this week. Didn't really mention it. Said, well, maybe he'll fight Charlo next. No, he's gone. Like, I, I'm assuming he knew. Oscar De La Hoya is trolling him. I don't know why. You about to lose your other biggest fighter. Like, cut it out. And Oscar knows. He's been there before. Yeah. It's easy to kick somebody when they down when he used to be there. Yeah. Well, he's still there. I, it's like, not like Oscar's up. Nah, he ain't rebound quite well. Nah, at least at least Eddie still has a stable of fighters. Kind of. I mean, he does, he's got more than Oscar. No, a, a lot more than Oscar. I just don't know what you get out of, like, the UK fighters. Like, Bam Rodriguez is about to go beat the shit out of Sonny Edwards. That was announced. That's a good fight. Every time you send... A Mexican or an American fighter over there, they're molly whopping people you've built for 11 years. I mean, the, the Sonny Edwards Bam Rodriguez fight is a really good That's fight. That's a great fight. I'm picking Bam to win, but Sonny is good. As you should. Yeah. yeah. But Sonny's good. There's a lot of people that say it's a 50 50 fight, like Eddie Hearn. I don't think it is. No. Um, I think Bam should be the favorite. Yeah. But the injury and the recovery is the yeah. only reason in my mind why it could remotely be close. But Matchroom has done a good job with women's boxers, he's done a good job with yeah. lighter weight classes. They're fine. Golden Boy has Jaime Munguia, who you're going to need to cash out on soon. He, did, he did not. I didn't have him beating Derevchenko. I don't think it was a robbery, but I thought Derevchenko won. If he would have stayed up his ass on his feet in that 12th round, he probably wins that fight. But then who else you got? You got Virgil Ortiz, who has nobody to fight at welterweight in no. Golden Boy. And then you have Ryan, who you just countered with a lawsuit. Which is wild. It's like, you don't really want him there anymore. You think Ryan so. gets out? He should. And Oscar should, I mean, at this point, the relationship between promoter and fighter is really bad. 
It was and, bad before, but yeah. when you don't show up for him afterwards and everything looks bad and then back and forth on Twitter. I don't even understand. Like, Bernard's trying, like, I get it. Like, y'all got to protect the brand and say, oh, yeah, you know, I was there. No, Oscar was not. I don't care about them death threats. We talked about this on the show. You got death threats and you didn't show to a press conference. But you were there. You were there when everybody that could have shot you was there. If you yeah. got death threats, they were going to kill you. They would have killed you there. Not at the post-fight presser. That's not where that shit happens. Yeah, and the beef isn't with Bernard. No. Like, Bernard's like, oh, well, we do this. No, Bernard, cool. You were in the locker room. You got a picture after. That's you. You're not golden boy. You're right. not the golden boy. Right. The guy who matters most wasn't there. The legit promoter wasn't there. That's bad. It's real bad. So, yeah, I don't care what Oscar says. But all I have to say is that Canelo's got a three-fight deal with PBC, which seems to be kicking off Mexican Independence Day September. They haven't formally announced it yet, but it looks like it's Jamal Charlo. Yes. By report, shout out to Mike Coffin. I don't like this fight. I don't. And I, In general, I think it's a this, great fight for Canelo. This fight right now, I don't like. It does nothing for Canelo. Nothing. Charlo hasn't fought in two years. He's never fought at 168. Um, there's no, I mean, you're putting your belts on the line against the, when the boogeyman of that division has been calling you out and you're not going to fight David Benavidez. You're he has fight, a fight booked or it looks like they're working towards booking it. He ain't fighting Morrell. David Benavidez ain't going to fight no damn Morrell. And that's stupid if he was to. Well, now with Canelo signing a three-fight deal, it's like, yo, I'm going to get Canelo sooner or later. Yeah, but he why? He should fight Jaime Munguia. But that's, that's Golden Boy. But it, the thing is, is that There's enough money. Benavides is here now. He is the interim WBC middleweight, super middleweight champion. He's undefeated. He's 26. He wants the Mexican holidays. And you're getting older. Why are you fighting Jamal Charlo instead of the guy who should be your mandatory? I don't understand this shit at all. And I know some people were like, well, weren't you excited about this fight two years ago? Yeah, because Charlo was active. Getting off of the couch. That's not Canelo's fault. I don't care. Why are you not fighting Benavidez? I don't understand the logic of, if if it's PBC, they're basically saying, well, you fight Charlo, then you fight Benavidez, and then maybe you fight a rematch with Benavidez. I get it from the PBC side, but I know Benavidez is like, well, what the fuck is this? And if you're Canelo, it looks kind of weak picking on a guy who hasn't fought for two years due to rumored mental health issues. Yeah. You're going to be bigger than him. Even though Canelo's not a big super middleweight, you're going to be bigger than him. You're acclimated to the weight class. Charlo might be bigger than him on fight night if he doesn't have to cut. But who, I, I just, I don't understand. I think it's, it, to me, it looks like, first, Team Canelo got real desperate. They wanted Bivol. Bivol yeah. was like, no, fuck you. I want the fight at 68. You're not going to give it to me. Yeah. I'm not fighting you at 75. And Canelo said, fuck you. I'm out of the zone. Peace. Right. Then they try to put something in front of Badu Jack with a fucking 20-pound nutso-ass rehydration clause. And Badu was like, get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah. Which is weird for Badu. Because I'm taking that paycheck no matter what. But Can't feed your family with belts, Floyd yeah, says. Yeah, but the problem is, is that you take that fight when, and Badu's probably going to get paid somewhere in Saudi for another fight. Yeah, somebody will pay him. And The prince likes him. It's just unhealthy to try yeah. to fight at 180. He ain't right? young. He ain't a young whippersnapper. No, right? like that's going to take the, what, what's left of your career away. He's yeah. 39. Yep. And the only reason you want the fight is to get another belt. There's no other reason. It's not like Badu Jack's a threat. You want it to get another belt. So you don't get those two fights. Then this Charlo fight starts to surface and it's like, oh, he doesn't have anything that I want, but 
It's a new deal with money. And it, it just an looks- undefeated fighter with a name. I don't care. And there's and Canelo's not stupid. He hears what people like. There's the narrative of oh, you don't fight black fat. Yeah, fighters. sure, whatever. Like all this, he's like, okay, shut up. I'm fighting one. I'm fighting one who is a champion, one who is undefeated, and for a while looked like he would be a pound for pound fighter. He's been gone for two years, but that's not my problem. And and most of all, everyone wants me to fight David Benavidez off of what would be two months of a camp, eight weeks. I mean, it's two not like Canelo hasn't been training. Two and a half. That's fine. But you haven't been training for this guy. Why not? Why weren't you? Because you thought you were fighting Dimitri Bovall. No, you didn't. You never thought that. I 100% his camp thought, you know what? There's no We're way. going to get this guy to cave. He's going to take the money. It, it's, it After make- the last fight, everything was in, I promise in the zone's mind, everything was a go for Bavall, Canelo in September. We're running it back. Eddie said it publicly several times. We're running it back. Dude. And then they thought Bavall was bluffing. They knew Bavall wasn't bluffing. And he was not bluffing. Eddie knew Bavall wasn't bluffing. If, thought if he was, can con- convince him. There's only two... Th- it came and it came and then Canelo's like, yo, the fuck? What's happening? I got to fight. I want to fight Dude, in September. He knew. What's going on? Bivol made it no secret that he was not fighting him at 75. Would you rather fight Benavidez from what is today? June 22nd, preparing till September 16th? Or would you rather prepare from September 16th to May 5th? I'd rather fight him now. If you're as good as you say you are and you take the toughest challenges, you take the toughest challenge. That's David Benavidez. I don't know. It's not like he's fighting. What I don't, was Yildirim or whatever the fuck? I don't the fuck care. I, Charlo will be there in May. Benavides is a threat now. That fight is starting to reach a fevered pitch after what Benavides did to Caleb. Plank. Think he's going to quiet down? I don't know if it'll quiet down. The problem is Canelo has looked like he's deteriorating over his last several fights. And there is, a, it's not outside of the realm of possibility that Charlo finds a way to beat him. It's not impossible. That's not impossible. Because what I've seen out of Canelo's last few fights hasn't been impressive. You couldn't get John Ryder out of here. You beat him, yeah, but John Ryder's not good. So now you're fighting Charlo. If you look bad for any reason in that, in that fight, yes, the Benavides fight could still be bigger in May, Cinco de Mile weekend, but Benavides's arrow is going up and yours is going down. Then people will tune in because they think he's vulnerable. And it he, adds more mystique to the fight. But then you get if fucked he looks up. good or if he looks bad. That's my problem. If Canelo does not look good against Charlo, Benavides might beat the brakes off of him. Cool. And people will tune in and think so. And but Canelo will say, waiting? no, it's not. It's not going to go down like that. You can say we what saw, you want. We saw Teofimo have a lackluster performance. Uh, Do I still got it? Teo's 26. All right. Canelo's fought like a but billion I'm rounds. I'm talking about public perception. Yeah, where we, people are like, does he still have it? Boom, he comes back out. Loma is not 26. He's had far less fights than Canelo. Canelo's an old, what is he, 32, 33? Yes. He's an old. I mean, Loma th- had what, this like insane 300 fights as an amateur, yeah, but, but it's everybody has. But Canelo is an old 32, 33. Like he's There's not some young. Wars in there. He's, he's had wars with Gennady. He, you could tell like his power is not what it was. He, his punch output definitely isn't what it was. And that's, no. that's hell to deal with somebody like Benavidez. But if you always claim to take the toughest challenges and you want to evolve because he beats you, I don't understand the Charlo fight. At, in my opinion, at least let Charlo take a fight at 68. Maybe he's not going to do that. Maybe Charlo fights Caleb Plant, right? Somebody to make it. the day, Charlo and Boo Boo were on like the phone talking yeah, about fight. Yeah, like fight Andre. Like, I just, I don't, 
it's not the worst fight. Like, of course, we're going to be there. Probably be here in Vegas, blah, blah, blah. I think UFC locked up T-Mobile this week. So, And Dallas Cowboys have a home game the 17th. Oh, they're, they're kind of screwed. So people are like, can you go to Houston and try to do like mm. the Texan stadium? And it's like a homecoming for Charlotte, which I mean, that'd be ballsy. It, Who the fuck wants to go to Houston? I just I just feel like it's starting to become diminishing returns with Canelo because that John Ryder performance, yes, is Guadalajara was sold out. He's still the biggest star. He's the face of boxing. But man, you got it. You're fighting, fighting a guy who hasn't fought in two years. It just doesn't sound like a guy who's taking the toughest challenges. You went from Bivol and calling him out and wanting to beat him at 75 to Charlo when Benavides is standing there like, yo, I'm right here, bro. Like, I've been calling you out all this time. Yes, Charlo's done the same thing. But Charlo's not in line. Yeah. Like, Charlo hasn't fought. I, I get it. I just don't like it. And that's just my personal opinion. I don't, I'm not a big fan of The only thing I fight. don't like about it is that this now means we're going on two and a half years of Charlo not defending his 160-pound WBC title. got to cough that up. In which they're not going to strip him. Mauricio's not going to strip him because he's fighting Canelo. I mean, he's giving him this leeway, which is understandable. He said, I don't want to strip the guy if... There is mental health issues and everything. I'm not going to strip a bell for that, which is admired. All right, cool. But now if he's showing the ability to come back right. to fight a guy like Canelo, well, now I got to strip him. Yeah, now I got to take the title. Yeah. You ain't defending the 60-pound title. Yeah, it's like, okay, I gave you the leeway while you were gone, but your initial fight isn't defending it either. It got to go. I'm, I'm, I mean, Canelo should win this fight because of activity alone, but I have not been. He didn't look good against Gennady. He didn't look good against... Oh, I thought he washed him. No, 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 no. You should have stopped Gennady. That 40-year-old Gennady was a lot slower. Like, he looked... I'm saying he looks... But he had just fought and had good fights before. Like, Gennady was coming off of really good fights. He was. He just unified. But yeah, he was 40. Well, 39. He was yeah. old. Like, you get old quick and you watched a aging Gennady fight Canelo when the Gennady that fought two years ago might have beat Canelo. Maybe. Right. And so you look at that, you look, you lose to Bivol, which to a lot of people wasn't even close. Yeah. You beat Gennady. Wasn't as close as scorecard. No. You beat Gennady, but nobody's like terribly impressed. Then you fight Ryder. That's not terribly impressive either. You need to have an impressive performance or you got to figure out what's going on. Charlo's a tough guy to have an impressive performance against. Whatever you may think at time outside of the ring and all this stuff, he's still really damn good. Who's a, who's a bigger opponent? Bigger fight. Benavides or Charlo? Benavides, hands down. I but when you sign for three, your first doesn't have to be a, a world beater. Benavides and rematch. This calls. is a pretty good. This is a pretty good like first fight. Like when you go and you be like, okay, let me get my feet wet. I'm signing with you guys. Give me this fight next year. I'll give you what you want. I'll give the fans what they want. Benavides, give me one fight under you guys first. Let me get not a tune-up fight, but let me stay active. Uh, he's what, a year removed from the injury, all this stuff? Let me stay active. Cool. Who do you want? Yeah, give me Charlo. Like, as a tune-up fight, PBC stable is deep. That ain't even a... They could have gave it's him not other, a tune-up fight. They could have gave him Boo Boo. I mean, Boo Boo's not a fun fight at no, all. Just that way. That's not even selling it. But why couldn't you fight Benavidez and then have a rematch clause with Benavidez and meanwhile, Charlo acclimates to the weight? I just... The Benavidez fight is a bigger fight. You run the risk of losing to Charlo. You shouldn't... I but, think he feels comfortable that he's not going to lose. Of course he feels Charlo. comfortable. Like he felt comfortable fighting Bivol at 75 and that didn't happen. And he would have lost to Bivol at 75. I think Bivol beats him at 68. Yeah. I mean, I just think Bivol's a better he's fighter. Gonna, I don't know. I mean, the guy's bigger 
and he's going to hydrate bigger, whether they fight at 68 or 75, you're going to run into the same issues it, you had it, no matter what. It don't matter. It, like Canelo is a good fighter, but we are watching Canelo in the back nine of his career. Like we're watching it. It's not like Floyd. Like Floyd didn't, I remember there was the, against Cotto, the conversation was, oh, Floyd's legs aren't there anymore, right? And that's why he stood in the pocket and fought Miguel the way he did. And yeah. He won the fight comfortably. And then he goes out and then he beats up Maidana. Like he started, he, he just, just thought he lost the Maidana fight. Which he didn't. But he dominated everybody that he fought. There was never, and Floyd was old. You know, he's in his mid-30s yeah. when this was happening. You know, he flushed Pacquiao down the toilet, but we all knew that was going to happen. But there was never a steady decline in Floyd Mayweather's skills. We never saw that. I'm seeing a decline in Canelo's speed, timing, power. I'm seeing it all happen in front of us. Whether Canelo wants to admit it or not, it's happening. Yeah. And between taking another 12-round fight with Charlo and then getting older another year and then fighting Benavidez next May, you're not going to get better. You're going to get worse. Yeah, I think he just says, you know, I'm like 33, 34. I'm not like that old. And if I'm younger than Bud, damn near the same age of, as yeah, Errol. He just ain't got the same miles. Like, we ain't, there ain't no slowdown in Bud. No. He's gotten, wor- he's no. gotten more vicious. Yeah. I mean, Bud has not been in the ring with people the level of Canelo, and he handles business pretty quick. Yeah, like, like he, so, I mean, he, he, gets, he gets touched a little bit every fight, but he's not as active as Canelo either. Canelo was very active. For like that three-year span, like yeah. one year. I mean, he swept the division in a year. He did. He was at his peak of his powers at that point. Yeah, that's wild. Like this was the... And if Benavidez didn't get stripped on the scale, he would have been fought Canelo. Because Canelo was belt connecting. Yeah. So that's not Canelo's fault. Yeah, but now the, the guy's there, I think you should fight him. I want to... Speaking of Terrence Crawford and Errol Spence, you had a take on the Sean Porter podcast. Yes, I did. Can it is re- still... Can you still repeat that take? Instagram. For those who hasn't, didn't hear you on the yes. Porter way... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. To me, Terrence Crawford has not had a close fight in his career. He, and the reason why people put him number one pound for pound, unlike Errol, has smoked everybody. He hasn't smoked everybody. Who hasn't he smoked? He struggled with Sean before he stopped him. 
Sean was never going to win that fight. He struggled with Sean before he stopped him. He didn't struggle like Errol did. That he fight was not. You could say that. When they told him in the corner, yo, he's up. I was perplexed. I was like, I don't think the scorecard, people were not perplexed. It I was, was like, a close he fight. He was not. <laughs> like, yo, Sean, Sean was doing well. He was doing better than most people do against Crawford. But I don't know how that gives you. To me, it's a matter of perception. Like, you're doing better than all their other opponents. No, so we'll it was a close fight. I'll re I've seen it three times. It was, I was there in person. So was I. And it, a lot of the scorecards yeah. had that fight close. I mean, the Mean machine, machine fight wasn't a complete blowout either. Mean Machine, he got rocked a little bit. Yeah. Came back, beat the shit out of Mean Machine. But just because you stopped somebody no, doesn't like mean he, it's not a close fight. It. He beat the hell out of him for two rounds before he stopped. But the point I'm saying is... seven. He's <laughs> Look, Errol fought Sean before Terrence. Yes. Errol's fought better competition than Terrence. Yeah. Terrence is not... Terrence has had close fights. He... He just because you win by knockout doesn't mean the fight's not close. <laughs> I mean, when you you name the close fights he's had, and he stopped all those people, like you're like, yo, it was a close fight before he stopped him. Yes. Well, then it wasn't that close because they didn't even make it to the cards. No, no, no. Errol that, has close fights. That's not how this you works. You get to the cards and you're like, it, hmm, how could this go? No, no, they didn't even make it to the card. It's still it's a close fight. It's not like one. It's close. Cool. He wasn't down, and then it was close until it wasn't close. Until he turned that shit up so and got close. him out of here. So it was close. He's never been tested he was to the tested point where you think he was going to lose. It was a close fight. Did you think it was... Did it ever get to a point where you thought he was going to lose? If he didn't pick it up, he was going to lose. Yes. If it was a did, close fight. It never made it to the judges but, for him to have a, to pick it it's up. It's a close fight. If you never make it to the judges, it's not close. Until then, it's a close fight. That's how this, that's how this works. Yo, it could be a, oh, okay, it was a close game in the third quarter, but they scored four touchdowns in the fourth and one by twenty-eight. Score four was that a close game? Yes, that's the equivalent. So he said it was the equivalent he said a close of fight. yo, this shit's 21-21 at the end of the third. Oh, but the final of this is 49 21 No, it's not the same. Is that a, because because is that a close fight? Because he turned it up and Sean's dad had turned it a it's towel. Not, it's not the he same. Drop Sean same. three it's times. It's not the same. Because you can't score five touchdowns in boxing. You get one punch changes the fight. Has, okay, Deontay, you, has Deontay Wilder been in close fights? I mean, outside of Fury, was Luis Ortiz fight a close fight? And then he starched him. Yes, was it a close fight? Yeah. Was he losing the fight? Yeah, he gave rent. It was, he was down in that fight. It was a close fight. No, no, he was down in that. It fight. was a close fight. Difference. No, it's not. He was. You just losing. said that Crawford realized that he was losing the Sean Porter. No, he was not. Someone told him he was losing, and that was blasphemy. He was not he losing was, that. It fight. was a close fight. You could call it close. He was it, not losing. That's a close fight. He was not losing. It was a close fight. And he starched him. It's the exact same. You know what? So, if, the, so if are you saying that even, Wilder wasn't in a close fight? If it's five rounds to five and you drop a guy three that's, times that's a close fight. between the 10th and the 11th, it's, a close fight. it's not a close fight because you fight. dominated after that. It's a close fight. He's been tested. So if it's, it's close, close for between four rounds, you keep if it's two, two, yeah, if it's close two rounds to two in four rounds, and then you drop the guy twice in the fifth, twice in the second, is it still a close fight? That's early. What what round did he stop Porter in? Eleven. It was a close fight. Dropped him in the tenth. Dropped him in eleventh. Dad threw in the towel after that. He was about to drop him again. Was it is a that close a close fight? fight? Yes, it was a close fight before. No, he, he starched him. him. He no, ran. He didn't start him because if he starched him, him it would have been a first round knockout or a second round knockout. He ran or he out get, on here. He he lost rounds to Sean. Did he not? Yeah, I give Sean Rally. He ain't sweep Sean. All right, the, the Mean Machine give Crawford some trouble? Yeah. Okay, so he's been in close fights. 
Both of those guys had the same He's been fight. in close fights. No, because once he turns it up, once he wants to turn them up and get it out of here, none of them can stand He's with him. He's had a close fight. No one... Terrence Crawford has not been in danger of losing a single fight his entire career. Yes, he has. Zero. Okay. So, Errol Spence has had one close fight. And that was Sean Porter, right? Sean was close. That's it, right? No, there's nobody else. Between the two of them, there's only one time a judge has ever seen yeah. it in favor of his opponent, and that was Sean, Sean. Porter. And that's Sean Porter that was at the peak Danny's of Sean Porter powers. Great, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he, he damn near swept Danny Garcia. He stopped your dinner. Mikey was better. He stopped no, he, I mean, he, Mikey oh, he, he went the fucking round. Mikey. <laughs> he swept Mikey. But the point is, is that Terrence has had a close fight. It's been I mean, close. everyone agrees with you in this comment section. I do not agree. I think that, yes. I, Terrence, I don't think he's ever been in danger of losing. Terrence says there's a difference between danger. He's dominated and, every opponent. He has played. not dominated. If you're in a close fight, it's not domination. It is Deontay until you Wilder get knocked is, out. It's one punch change the fight. Mike Tyson. Deontay Wilder has been down in fights. Down. Lose, he's gifted six rounds and then knocked someone out. Terrence hasn't been. If anything, Terrence has been fight. tied the, the best close. you can say to an That's opponent, close, right? you know how dominant you are when you, you're the best thing you can say about the guy standing across from you is that maybe it's tied. And then I start you. I don't know. Uh, That's wild to me. Do I have to pull up Webster's definition of close? You or can no? say it's close. No? It's wild to me. Do you want as, me to pull up? You're judging a fight as a whole or you're judging a fight for five or 10 I'm rounds? judging a fight. As, as a whole or 10 as rounds? A, there was, it's a 12 round fight, right? Correct. Up until the stoppage, it was close. Okay, but the stoppage is within those 12. Yes or but no? But up until the stoppage, it was close. Sure. If it's five to five at the before the stoppage. Up until the stoppage, it was close. Up until the stoppage, he had knocked him down in the 10th was, and knocked him down in the 11th. Was Chael Sonnen so, versus Anderson Silva a close fight? Chael was up. Anderson triangled him. And, but he finished him, right? So then it wasn't close because he finished That's him. That's not the... Chael was I, I, up. I'm just saying. It wasn't tied. I, I'm just saying it was close though, right? No, Chael was winning. Okay. He close, threw a right? Hail Mary. So, but, but, he, but he threw a Hail Mary. But Terrence never got, had to throw the so Hail we didn't Mary. Get to, we didn't get to the scorecards because Anderson Silva was the, the most dominant. Terrence didn't have to stop him in the 11th at all. He dropped him in the 10th. Boom, you win the fight. He could have just went home. He won the fight. Then it would have been a close win because he would have dropped him in the 10th. That would have been the separator, just like Spence dropped Sean in the 10th. That's the separator to me in that fight. And I think that's why it was 6-6. Six, six. Sean got dropped. Clear Errol Spence. Oh, that win. sounds like a close fight. Yes, Errol Spence. That's the same way. And and then Bud drops him in the tenth. Sean bangs on the ground, gets up. Cool. Even if you had it, I five four going into that, or uh -huh. if you had Sean, sounds like close to me. Cool. So now that's the same way the Errol Spence fight was going, right? Mm -hmm. And if it would have ended at the hands of the judges, I would have said, "Yo, that's a close win. He got tested, like Errol got tested." It did not. He dropped his ass in the 10th, came out in the 11th, dropped him in again, and then started pouring it on, and his dad threw in the towel. That is no longer a close fight. But it was that close. That is now a dominant win. But it was close. At some point, every game is close. You no, start 0-0 zero, zero on no. the card. You start no, 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 even. No, 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 no. What do you, what do you no, mean? No, it's a close fight. That makes... That's ridiculous. It's a close, it, it was the a close fight. fight is all-encompassing. No, because Chael Sonnen got submitted by Anderson get, Silva and you, that means he dominated him. No, if Anderson Silva didn't throw up a triangle, if Anderson Silva got up, knocked Chael Sonnen down, 
Chael Sonnen got up. Anderson knocked him down again. Chael Sonnen got up. Anderson Silva took him down and triangled him. That is no longer a close fight. But it was a no close fight. No matter how close it was, rounds one, no, two, three. It's a close fight. You then it's a close beat fight. the shit out it's of him. It's a close fight. Nobody agrees with you in the comments. No, but this is, I am explaining it. I'm sticking I to know. it. You can stick with it, but you're wrong. I'm All right, not I, wrong. I, I, he has dominated every single New person. clothes, same kill. Let's go. <laughs> every single, I feel good again. You can feel Don't give me that blazer no more. Bring me the DCs. Someone, someone from the back, bring me the DCs. I'm taking off these Air Max. I feel like me again. I'm reinvigorated. I told you it was only going to take a boxing episode. I'm here. Before we get out of here, because you detoured us, um, and my take stands. It's pretty good. Last, yeah, last weekend, we had another 140-pound title fight. And I wanted to ask you this question. You know, Regis Proigrace goes out there. He does what he has to do. Doesn't look pretty against an opponent. People thought he was going to stop. Terrible fight. The 140-pound division for a second, I'd say two months ago, we're looking at it. Like it was as tough, not tougher than 135 with all these guys moving up. In two months, we've seen Roley be gifted a fight against my abuelo in, here in Vegas. We were there for that. We've seen Regis not look great in a hometown fight and said he had the jitters to help maintain his belt. And we've seen Josh Taylor get, it was a close fight for about four rounds. And then get smoked out of there by Tiafimo Lopez, who just moved up and was like, oh, fuck it. And didn't look great in his fights there. And then beats the guy who was undisputed and beats Regis Progress. How good is 140? And Tio now says he's retired. I don't know. Nobody believes him. No. How good is 140? Still very good. Rolly Romero, like, over at Sporting News, we don't have him in our top 12. <laughs> of the division? Of the division. Oh, my God. He's a champion. We don't care. Is Adrian Broder next to him? Neither of them are okay. in our top 12. But until Josh Taylor actually moves up, he's still a good fighter. He just got no, to be by a better guy. fighter. So you have T.O., Josh Taylor, Jose Ramirez, Regis Progray. Uh, if Devin moves up, but we can't count him right now. because Arnold Barbosa. Yes, you have Barbosa. You have Jack Catterall. Who, yes. They, this, this is a pretty good division. Catterall might beat this Reg version of Regis. I'm glad Regis took the, I think the Regis, warm up. I think Regis will be was, fine. Yeah, it was just a slip. I think Regis is really good. I yeah. want to see him versus Catterall. Yeah. I mean, I want to see him beat up Adrian Broner. That's just me. I've yeah, been saying this signed with the zone. I, I feel like the zone is like, yo, sure. Catterall. We'll see. But I think 140 is a, is a really good division. I want Rowley and Broner just for the shits. Just for the fuck of it. Let Ryan figure out his stuff with Golden Boy. I, I mean, they could, yeah, they could do that. And, Give but, me the circus. But if Devin and Ryan also show up, uh, you have somebody on Matias, you have, I'm missing oh, somebody yeah, else. Matias is still a champion. Yeah, I'm missing somebody but else. But they don't list him as a champion. I saw him win that belt, right? Yeah. Well, I don't think he's listed as a champion on their website. I think it's listed as vacant. I, I can't. I'm very confused. But anyway, I saw him win the belt. For all purposes, we're counting him as a champion. And then you still have Gary Antoine Russell in this division. That's going to be a tough test. And then you still have uh, Brandon Lee, who's coming up, who's undefeated. Brandon Lee, fam, he's been a prospect for four years. Well, they got to shit or get off the pot. It's time, right? Yeah. Like, it's, it's time. He's, he's knocked out a ton of people. He hasn't fought a league competition, but it's time. Yeah. Um, 140 is a really good division. It's probably, 
Because you have like still have Jose Cepeda in there. You still have a bunch of guys who could fight. Yeah. So I, I don't see anything wrong. The Regis Progray fight, it was an ugly fight. Scorecards were weird. Very. Like two very wide ones and one that gave it to the other. I was just like, what the fuck? But that's kind of what happens when you fight a guy at the last minute because Devin Haney had the same situation. Fight a guy that nobody knows and he ends up being a lot tougher than you expected. 100%. And you just can't get him out of here. And it's not crowd-pleasing. So happened to Regis. Regis is fine. Regis is still... Regis will get up for the bigger fights, I think. Yeah, I think Regis gives everybody problems at 140. I don't think there's no easy fight for him at 140. Um, for to face him, like nobody just runs him over. I didn't even no. think Tio might have a hard time with him. Yeah, I think Devin is now looking at him like, yo, stylistically, I can do what just gave him trouble. Because yeah. if you stand in front of him and bang, Regis do that all day. No, he got hands. So you don't, you don't want to do no, that. No, so it's like I think I could dance around him and take yeah. that belt. No, I'm I'm certain I'm fine with 140 pounds. It's still to me one of the better divisions of boxing right now. 35 is like clearing out for like Shakur and Keyshawn Davis, and it's. it's Thinner. Tank will be there still. Yeah, tank could go to 40. Who knows? Like, maybe he goes where the money goes. I think 40 is fine. I think the other only other thing I want to talk about before we get out here is Berlanga fights this weekend against yes. Jason Quigley. And Berlanga says he's ready for the Triple Gs. I don't even know why he said Triple G. Triple Gs and Canelos of the world. He you mentioned this because I think DeZone, like, put, like, in the contract, like, a bunch of names in front sure. of him. Sure. And then he's just like, okay, like, you're going to pay me. Let me fight those guys. Triple G beats the shit out of him, by the way. Right now, I, don't care I how think a lot of people be like, right now, he started his career 16 and 0 with 16 first round knockouts. And we all were like, oh shit. Yeah. He's for Prospect real. Prospect of the year. Every the, outlet, I believe. His last four fights all have gone to decision. He's been dropped. He seemingly has been losing fights. Now, look, Quigley's a guy who he should beat. Quigley got stopped by Toriano Johnson and somebody else stopped him. Yeah. And Quigley's power is not like. No. Berlanga should stop him if he doesn't. They got a problem. problem. Yeah. Like, Eddie Hearn's got a problem because, like, what do you do with him? I know what you do. You call Oscar De La Hoya and do a loser's leave town fight with Jaime Munguia. Munguia. There you go. <laughs> I mean, and with Munguia and the way Munguia just looked, that wasn't. I mean, somebody ain't leaving that fight. And I'm fine with that. They both, I mean, until further notice, I never thought Munguia was good. And Belanga is overrated. So put them in there and get each other so we can get rid of one of them. Figure it out. Yep. And hope that Oscar's guy is the guy that folds. That's that's what yeah that's what we want to hope for, but yeah, I mean that's you know, what Eddie would hope for. Like, yo, somebody got to fold. It sucks. You signed Berlanga with the idea that you'll match him up with Canelo at some point. Canelo's like, nah, peace. Yep. Now figure something out. I guess may I mean Eddie seems to do that a lot. Like, yo, if you sign with me, I can get you this fight, this fight, and that yeah. fight, and then it's just like what? Like even with Canelo, it's like, yeah, I'll get you Bivol. Okay, I'll get you the rematch. Like, no, no. Then he says no, and then your fighter's like, what the fuck? Like, what am I doing? That's why Devin kind of left and was like, no, nah, I'm going to be my own free agent. Like, yeah. he promises these fights. He promised Triple G the Canelo fight, and it took two and a half years. Yeah, it's, it's a weird time. It's an odd, odd negotiating tactic, but fighters keep falling for it. So if it works, it works. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see how all that plays out. We'll talk more boxing next week. Uh, Jared Anderson fighting next week, yep. which is going to be really dope. He just has a new opponent, Charles Martin, former champion. He's going to kill Charles Martin. Yeah, but it's a big name. It's a good name for him. Yeah, the other opponent was actually might have been a better. Yeah, but opponent. no one knew who he was. I know. Charles, Charles Martin's a way better name. So, so that's on short notice. Ooh, it's going to be hard for Charles. Charles might show up 290. So that's that's going to be an interesting fight. We have uh, women's undisputed. Uh, Franchon Cruz Desern going against Savannah Marshall, which is kind of like it's the intrigue behind it is because it's like Shields bestie versus 
Shield's main rival. Yep. So this shit's setting up like a Rocky movie. They should have did an anime poster <laughs> of like them two and then like the shadow close to Shield's <laughs> laughing at them. They should have did that. Yeah, because like Shield's, if people don't know, Cruz Desern makes all the Shield's gear. Mm-hmm. For like all our fights, they chill, they train together. They fought before and Clarissa won, but that was like their second fight. So like now they're they're really close friends. So it's one of those things like, you know, it's kind of like coming in and beating Apollo Crews. Yeah. Creed. Much. Apollo yeah. Creed. Like Rocky gotta go and defend that. So yeah. I'm it's weird because Franchone is great, but the better story is Savannah winning those belts and then Clarissa going to avenge her friend and trying to become three division undisputed champion, which is yeah. mind blowing and might not ever be caught unless no, Terrence she, Crawford goes on one hell of a run. Yeah, no, she that's Clarissa Shields is never getting caught. No. Not like, in the near future. Some woman's gonna have to come out of the blue because none of these women right now care. Chantel Cameron, not Katie Taylor, not Amanda Serrano, not Alicia Baumgartner, none of them. No. I, lo- I think they're all great fighters, but... They're not leaps and bounds above the competition like Clarissa nope. Shields did. So, with tons of great boxing next week. We'll talk about Berlanga as well. We always get crazy and wild announcements. So, Tyson Fury's been teasing announcement oh, okay. for like four weeks. And Eddie Hearn was talking about Francis Ngannou fighting Derek Chisora. So, we, we never know what's going to pop up never in know. the world of boxing. Anthony Joshua was looking for a fight. So plenty to talk about next week. In the meantime, we'll keep it nice and short. Follow me, the old man, Andreas Hell, on all social media platforms. Follow the show as well. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. Shout out to everyone here at Blue Wire Studios in the Wynn Resort in Las Vegas. Everyone in the booth, thank you so much. We still have pro wrestling coming up to close out the weekend. We are previewing tons there. Forbidden Door. We are talking about NXT a little bit as well. And WWE is gearing up for a pay-per-view money in the bank that we'll touch on we'll have more about that next week but a fun pro wrestling show make sure you guys check that out till next time we're out everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium well magnesium is the number one mineral that 75 percent of americans are deficient in if you are a woman over 35 magnesium will help you rediscover balance energy and vitality Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.